What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. If you're jumping on on Instagram live here, or if you're listening to us on our podcast, which is now on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, wherever you're getting our content today, welcome in to another edition of the SNS Show, the NFL schedule special of the NF of the. Uh, Yes, and actually, I almost said NFL draft. My mind's still kind of a couple weeks back there, Jake. But uh, we got a schedule now, so we got something else to talk about. Kind of exciting. I know uh, one big day on the schedule. It's circled in big ink. That's going to be October 11th. I hope you're going to be there because I know I'm not missing that. I'll be there. uh, That'll be a fun one. But we got we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about here today on the show, Jake. I want to just kind of start out. uh, Obviously, the entire schedule just released a couple within the last hour. So. We've got the Steelers schedule, we've got the Eagles schedule, but I want to just talk about general stuff. Is there anything that caught your eye outside of your team, outside of maybe Pittsburgh game, that uh, kind of got you excited when you're just looking at the general look at the NFL season? I mean, just a lot of good games. I think opening night, you have the Texans traveling to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. Obviously, opening night's always awesome. It's always just get this season going, all the optimism, and... That's going to be a good matchup. Uh, the Texans were up, what, 24 nothing over the Chiefs in the divisional round? So that's an even matchup. It's going to be good. Obviously, no DeAndre Hopkins is going to maybe hold Houston back a little bit, but that should be a good game. There's a lot of good games this year. I don't know if you saw this yet. I'm sure you did, but uh, I'm looking forward to Thursday night, th- Thanksgiving night, Eagles, not Eagles, Ravens-Steelers. That's going to be a really good game, especially if this, both teams are healthy. If I don't have the Eagles game as the top game of my looking forward to on this schedule, it's that one. Just because there's nothing more special than that Thanksgiving Sunday, Thursday night game, Steelers-Ravens. It's just got the history. I remember growing up, and it's happened more than once in my lifetime. And, you know, you get your Thanksgiving dinner, and you're enjoying the day, but you, your eyes set are on the night. And then that game comes, and you're locked in, and... Such a great game. That one's in Pittsburgh, which makes it even better. I think uh, I, I know we'll kind of look at the schedules a little bit later here, but I think the Steelers are going to split with the Ravens this year. That's the game I think they can win, being at home on Thanksgiving. They play well on those holiday games. Last time the Steelers hosted the Ravens for a holiday game was Christmas Day. The Antonio Brown reach across the goal line touchdown. Big win. And uh, you know, I remember the family in the other room eating their Christmas dinner and everyone, you know, settled down nice. And I'm in the other room screaming at the TV at the top of my lungs. I'm not eating yet. I'm watching the game. So love when the Steelers get those primetime games, especially on Thanksgiving. It's just a part of the day. And I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, another game that I was kind of excited about, obviously, you got Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay, but he opens up the season against Drew Brees. So two of the best quarterbacks to play the game, two of the best careers that are active right now by far out of any position. And uh going to get to see them face off as division foes for the first time in week one that's going to be exciting I think and just going through some of these other games like you mentioned Christmas Day we'll have games again I enjoyed that a couple years back and this Thanksgiving Day for the Steelers that's a big one that I'm looking at as well that opening game I think will be good you remember that playoff game like you said the Chiefs scored seven straight touchdowns and completely flipped the tide when they had fallen down I believe you said 24 nothing it was something like that so that will be exciting to see how they, they kick off the season. And I, I think they're going to have a difficult season. They, the schedules doesn't line up great for them. I think they have that's a tough way to open up your season against a team like the Texans. But, you know, they're losing some of their talent. Some of those guys been chipping off. You look at DeAndre Hopkins. So I think that's going to be a fun game to watch. And the Steelers opening up week one. They got Monday night football against Danny Dimes, the future Hall of Fame quarterback. He's going to get christened into the league by – a 
surefire Hall of Fame quarterback in Ben Roethlisberger, so no need to worry about that one. But looking forward to that game, obviously, and uh, yeah, a lot of fun stuff. I mean, you look at the Dolphins and Patriots week one game, and is that a game that Tua, Tua could start and beat the Patriots? The Steelers, or the Patriots lose a week one game, and just a whole new tide as you look at this league, and so much has changed over the past few months, and just guys moving around and you got the Colts that are kind of revamped and the Broncos are revamping out there and you got a team in Las Vegas this year. They're going to be playing games there for the first time and a new stadium in Los Angeles that'll be built for some home games as well. So lots of fun stuff to look forward to on this schedule. I think we touched on a lot of them there, but Jake, I'll let you get started here with this Eagles schedule. And I don't know, we didn't really talk about how we want to do this. I think you just want to pull out a couple of key games you're looking at and stuff, but a game that I'm looking at, is week one in Washington. You start off the season with a division foe rate like that. What are you looking for in that game? Yeah, I just want to add a couple more things before I kind of shift gears. If, if it's fine with you, I think we, after we give some early observation of the schedule, we just go rapid fire one week at a time, win, loss, why, and we'll go from there in terms of picking our uh, picking that. But I just want to say first, before I, I had one more game I wanted to bring up. I just want to say I really love how you talked about you said Tua playing the Patriots, and then you said shifting the tide. I don't think you noticed it, but roll tide, Tua Tagovailoa, just like with Alabama. I, don't, I thought that was uh, rather interesting. But anyway, back to what I was back to what I was saying. Though I think one more game too that we didn't talk about already is the Browns travel to MetLife this year to take on the Giants. So OBJ's return game to again to New York so that's going to be a interesting game it's going to be interesting to see how the crowd reacts to Odell Beckham coming back but now Eagles schedule I mean I like it uh definitely uh there's a t- few tough stretches in there week four five six you go at San Francisco at Pittsburgh versus Baltimore you, know, you got Dallas again on Sunday night football four primetime games in total you got the Seahawks Monday night football uh late in the season Eagles always struggle with Seattle then just another pair of games. You got December 6th at Green Bay, December 13th versus New Orleans. Two, two tough games against two future Hall of Fame quarterbacks. I know the Eagles you know, struggled with New Orleans in the past. They beat Green Bay last year, so I'm just really interested to see how it all plays out. Yeah, I mean, I look at that schedule, and I think you really have to look at the fact that, yeah, the Eagles won that division last year, so I think their schedule lines up. You're just looking at it on paper, it's a lot harder than what the Steelers' schedule kind of looks like, I personally think. I went down looking quickly through that Steelers schedule, and I look over at this one, I, I see a lot of games that can bring some threat to this Philly team. And, you know, starting out, I, I think, I feel confidently about that Washington game. It's a good game to get the season opened on. but And obviously the Rams are kind of a shell of what they were a few years ago when they went to the Super Bowl. The first game that scares me, like you said, is that 4-5-6 stretch. That 49ers on the road and Steelers on the road will be two tough games for that Eagles team. And obviously the Ravens are pinned as what could be the best team in the league this year. So anybody, anytime you got to play the Ravens, that's a really tough game. Another one, I think those Cowboys games can't be overlooked. You know that as an Eagles fan, but I, I think... I look at that and think it's another chance to split that series this season. I think the Cowboys have improved. The Eagles have improved. And you're looking at a really big dog match between them. But again, Seattle Packers, Saints, you mentioned that. But also that Cardinals game that kind of bookends that. I mean, the Cardinals aren't a team that can really be taken as lightly as they were last year. They were a team that had some fighting them down the stretch. They go out and bring in a guy like DeAndre Hopkins. So that's another game I've kind of got my eye on there. And uh, another somewhat talented team now are they going to come out and be a top team in that nfc i think that's a really tough nfc and their division alone is tough but 
you know, there, there's some tough games on that schedule for that Eagles team. And, you know, I'm looking right there on November 30th. That's my birthday. So that one pops right out. First day of deer season. But uh, Seattle Seahawks game, you mentioned it. That's a t team that plays the Eagles really well. They get into a lot of those tough NFC matchups, the Seahawks, the Packers, the Saints, those are tough games. And when you're already playing a division where you're playing the Pat or the Cowboys twice, it's going to set up. It's going to be a fun season to watch, I think. The schedule, it, it, the thing I like about it is they have a couple of weeks to get into that bulk of the schedule. And I think that can help them identify who they are. It can help young guys like maybe Jalen Rieger or some of these guys they brought in on defense settle in, feel a little comfortable playing out there under the big lights. You know, I don't, I don't see a lot out of the Redskins or the Rams in those first two weeks. The Bengals are kind of a toss in the air because you don't know what Burrow is going to bring into that team right off the bat, but don't really expect them to be a major threat to talented teams yet. So I think they've got some time to settle in. You look at that early on and then obviously week four, you settle into a little bit of a groove, but I, I mean, I think it's a favorable schedule, but it's definitely got, got its runs. Like you said. No, I like what you said about how just some time to settle in until, you know, things start to bulk up. And I think you look at the schedule and there's a lot of peaks and valleys. They, you know, you'll peak, you'll play two or three really good teams and you'll come back down, play a couple, um, quote-unquote easier opponents obviously you don't know what the heck's going to happen with you know Cleveland could be good Baltimore could suck you just you just never know but not like what you said I think it's just a lot of uh I hope it's not a season where they win three in a row lose three in a row all the time but in terms of matchup and in terms of competition it's going to be you know might be a month where it's really tough but you might get two or three weeks where it's easier so that's like I got for the Eagles. Let's take a look at the Steelers now. Yeah, I now. do want to jump over there and take a brief look at that schedule. And, uh, you know, I, I said it before, I think the Steelers' schedule lines up a lot better than what the Eagles does, partially because I think the talent in the AFC isn't where the talent in the NFC is right now coming into this season. But also, Steelers are benefiting from being that number two team in, the, in their division last season, so they're not getting as many of those top teams. But looking down through there real quick and just taking a look at it, some games that obviously jump off the page for me. I'm looking forward to that Denver Broncos game week two. I hope I can get tickets to that one, go see my guy KJ Hamler make his return to Pennsylvania. That's going to be an exciting one. But like we said, that couple weeks ago, that Broncos team really revamped themselves in the draft. So a team that could come out kind of a wild card team for this season, not really sure where they could hit. So that'll be a fun one. Obviously, the Eagles game on the 11th is going to be a big talk for both of us for a long time. And hopefully by that point, and I know this is something that can come up at some point, but you hope that they can play these games and you hope that there can be fans at them because you want to see that. And I'm a little distracted now because I see Mike Tomlin is now live on NFL Network talking about this schedule. I'm not going to listen into that, but there's another one. But uh, we said it. The Ravens game on Thanksgiving jumps out to me. I love that game. I'm so excited for that game. And another one that I'm looking forward to is that Colts game right after Christmas. I think that's a fun one. The Colts are always a tough team, but they've added some t skill position players in the draft. That offense is looking revamped, but the game at the Bills on December 13th, another tough one. We were at that Bills game last year. They played them well, and Bills Mafia kind of snuck away with that one, and what a crazy atmosphere that was. So when we go, the Steelers go to Buffalo, it'll be another crazy atmosphere, but I, uh, another night game too. So that's going to be a fun game to kind of watch, see what happens there. And obviously there's a lot of other games if you go one by one, but I don't think there's a stretch in that schedule. Like the Eagles have two tough stretches. There's not really a spot where I look at the schedule and say, Oh geez, look at that one, two, three games. It's a couple games I've circled, but they're 
surrounded by teams that should be beatable. I mean, one I look at is the Cowboys right after the bye week. I think that's a tough game. You go to Dallas, you got to give them the respect that they deserve. But, you know, you follow that with the Bengals the Jaguars. You got that Ravens game. You follow it with the Redskins. And then, obviously, between the Bills and the Colts, another Bengals game. And early on in the season, the closest thing to a tough stretch, I think, could be the Broncos, Texans, Titans, Eagles. But, I mean, those are all four games that I think the Steelers could win. Do I think they win all four? Probably not. But I think... There's no stretch of three games that really scares me when I look at this schedule, and I'm pretty happy about it, honestly. I was going through a little bit and just looking game by game, and uh, I'm enjoying the way that it kind of lays out for them, and you bring a guy back like Ben Roethlisberger and let him go to New York to kind of open up the season. I think that'll be a lot of fun on prime time. I know I'll be looking forward to that. I agree. I agree with what you said. I don't think the schedule plays out tough for the Steelers at all, honestly. I think you know you open up at the Giants, I think – We'll get into predictions later, but I think that's a win. I mean, Denver, they're going to be improved. Yeah, but can Drew Locke really in the second year come into Heinz Field and, you know, take a young Denver team to win? Who knows? You know, Texans will be tough. Titans, you know, who knows what they're going to be this year. I know they made a run last year, but you never know. I mean, but you look at the schedule. I mean, you have the Ravens twice. That's probably their toughest competition. I mean, the Bills are going to be solid. The Colts could be solid too, but for the most part, outside of two games against Baltimore – I just don't see this schedule shaping out to be too tough for the Steelers. And if everyone stays healthy, if Ben and Juju play well, if James Conner steps up and the defense plays like we know, I think this is a Steelers team that can win double-digit games this year without a doubt. I don't think that you know there's anywhere in that schedule where I really say, like, oh, they're going to have to be careful there. I think it plays out to their favor. And you look at the end of the year, you go Bengals, Colts, Browns. I think that, look, you don't know what Joe Burrow is going to be. You don't know how the Colts and Browns are going to be, but if you're basing it off last year's results, I think that the Steelers are in a fight for a wild card spot or for the division in the last three weeks of the season. I think the schedule really shapes out to them. Because you just look, after Baltimore, after Thanksgiving, you go Redskins, Bills, Bengals, Colts, Browns. I think there's no reason why they can't go 4-1 and or 5-0 and if they're in a little bit of a hole after that Ravens game. Yeah, I completely agree. I think because of the way the schedule lays out, I think they have a better shot to contend for this division than I would have thought of before just looking at the way it kind of rolls. I think it's really going to help out a lot. We just look at how that works out. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought there, but uh, the Ravens are easily the toughest team they're going to have to play. And I think they're going to be one of the toughest teams in the NFL. I mean, not only is their offense stellar, their defense is tough too. So I think the thing that helps Pittsburgh the most is when the Ravens come to Pittsburgh, it's a night game, it's Thanksgiving, it's got so much hype there, the crowd at Heinz Field will be in it, and that's going to help those Steelers fans play, or those Steelers, the Steelers out there, the fans are going to help them play around that game. I think that's a game they can win. I think because it's in, because it's in Pittsburgh, because it's the Thanksgiving night game, it's just a lot of hype on that one. That's big. I don't see them winning that game in Baltimore. It's going to be really tough for them to take two against that tough Ravens team, but... I mean, like you said, you look at the rest of that schedule, the Jaguars are a big question mark, but they're not up there towards the top for sure. The Redskins are in that same boat. The Texans are trending in the wrong direction. The Titans are kind of interesting because obviously they made that run last year in the playoffs and Derrick Henry is coming back and they signed Ryan Tannehill to that deal. So, and that game's in Tennessee. So that's, that'll be a fun one to watch as well. But really I look at the schedule and I don't see a game that really pins me as oh man the Steelers are going to lose two in a row they're going to be in a big real tough shape I'm happy with the way it looks I think this is a team that definitely can win 
multiple double digit games like you said what it comes down to is they got to win the games that they're supposed to win and they've had struggled with that in the past whether a couple years ago when they had been and they were losing some tough games and then obviously last year kind of a crapshoot anyway but they lose a couple of games that down the stretch they probably shouldn't have lost and that's obviously it kills you got to win those games so I mean from this year you look at that it's those Bengals Colts Browns games if they're in a position where yeah, they could be a game or so within the Ravens for the division, or they could be fighting for that wild card. You can't go to Cincy and lose to Joe Burrow. You can't come back and lay an egg against the Colts, and you can't go to Cleveland and lose to Baker Mayfield. You just can't do it. You got to win those games, especially those division games, because the Ravens are tough enough. You got to get the wins against the Bengals and the Browns. I don't care who's playing quarterback. I don't care who's out there. Those are games that need to be won, and I think it's something they could do. So, I mean, that's just looking at that Steelers four primetime games as well. Like the Eagles, we'll see if any of those get flexed down, flexed around down the stretch. Uh, remember a couple of them last year moving from Pittsburgh, a couple games moved in, a couple games moved out. So, But, yeah, I mean, that's just the initial look at both of those sides. you got the Eagles and the Steelers on that. And I think, uh, I think if you're ready, we can go rapid fire and kind of run down through there. I mean, I'm not – haven't looked at this a lot. I haven't looked at a lot of other things. This is going to be really raw, and I feel like there's going to be a lot of W's coming out of my side, but uh, uh, I'll try to make it as realistic as possible, and I'll let you do the same, and we can kind of go back and forth and do that, or if you'd rather do all Eagles and then come back and do all Steelers. I don't know what you would Yeah, one thing I do want to say is we November 8th, Steelers at Cowboys. That's going to be a really good game. Just wanted to throw that out there. Last time those two teams met, 2016, Absolutely. that was a tight game until Zeke locked it up with the – Long rushing touchdown in Pittsburgh at the end, so that should be another good matchup. But that was the that was the fake yes. spike game. I remember I was doing a homework assignment. That was high school. I was probably what was that sophomore so, uh, year of high junior school? Year. Last time that was four junior year of high school. Yeah, um, yeah, the fake spike, and you think the Steelers are going to get it, and then Zeke just breaks our hearts, and that was that was a bummer. I think I had Zeke in fantasy though, so it was like a kind of give and take some, but. Well, it will be a good game. I yes. will say that. So you want to go Eagles first. We both just predict each game real quickly. Then we'll flip to the Steelers and predict. Does that sound like a plan? Yeah. All right. Yeah, like that sounds good to me. All right, so let's do it. So uh, week one, Eagles at Redskins. Preston, who wins? Eagles get that one week one. I think that that's a pretty easy one. Yeah, I think Eagles win 1-0 in the season. Week 2 at home versus the Rams. That's a win for the Eagles. I think that Rams team is uh, a shell. I mentioned a shell of what they were in the past, so I think the Rams can get away with that one. Or the Eagles can get away with that one. Yeah, Doug Peterson's had Sean McVay's number over the years. It's beaten him twice already, both in L.A. I think this game being in Philly benefits the Eagles. West Coast team playing a 10 o'clock game their time. So give me the Eagles 2-0. Week three, September twenty seventh, at home versus the Bengals. Who do you got? I really don't know what the Bengals are going to be this year. I, I don't see them taking a massive jump, even with the addition of Joe Burrow. I think the Eagles win this game too. They start out three and zero. Yeah, it's just hard to imagine the Eagles losing this game, even with Joe Burrow quarterback. Well, he can light the world on fire, but it's hard to picture a rookie coming into the link and beating the Eagles. Give me the Eagles three and zero through three weeks. Week four, at the Niners, Sunday Night Football. Who do you got? This is my first loss for the Eagles. I think there's a Niners team that's talented. Now, it could go back and forth. I could see them coming out, win this game. But I, I think 
you mentioned the same kind of idea that cross country, you're going all the way across, you're playing another talented team and solid defense there in San Francisco. That's who I'm going to take to win that one. That'll be the first loss for, for Philly. Yeah, I think they lose as well. Kind of following the, and this is really going back in the history books here, 2014 Eagles trend. Three straight wins to open this season. Week four, travel to San Francisco, lose. I think they keep it close. Uh, Carson and the boys probably just can't convert late in the game. Three and one. All right, here we go. Week five. Eagles at Steelers, Sunday, October 11th. I know who you're taking. We know who I'm taking, but try to at least validate your decision. Now, I mean, it's going to be a fun one. I'm looking forward to this, and, uh, you know, I just hope that we can get down there together. We can be at Heinz Field for that one. I, I'm going to take the Steelers, obviously. I think, uh, you know, I like what the Steelers' offense could do against that Eagles' defense if Ben Roethlisberger's hitting his groove. If he's playing well and the Steelers are doing what I think they can do with him back under center, I think that's a game that they can win. I also just think that Steelers' defense being top five in the league will po pose a little bit of a threat to some of the wide receivers for for Philadelphia. I don't know how Rieger's going to pan out early. He might need a little bit longer to settle himself in. So I'm going to take the Steelers. Why do you take Obviously the taking the Eagles here, I think. First, I think Eagles fans – they're going to travel to this game. I think it's only a four-and-a-half-hour drive from here. So there should be a good amount of Eagles fans there. It's going to be a close game. But I think Miles Sanders uh, carries the Eagles to victory. It's his you know, first game back in Pittsburgh. You know, He grew up out there. So I think he's going to have a big chip on his shoulder, a lot of family there. I think the Eagles pulled out 4-1 and one on the season. Week 6 at home versus the Ravens. I have them losing this one, too, just because I think that Ravens team is really talented. It's a team that I don't see losing more than three, maybe four games all season. I think they're going to be tough once again. It's just what are they going to do in the playoffs? So I think this is a game that Baltimore can come in and kind of win. I'm curious just to see what this Eagles defense can try to do with Lamar Jackson because obviously he's the cheat code, and a lot of teams have to start scheming for him differently than they will other teams, and I'm not sure – what the Eagles will have up their sleeve for that one. So I have the Ravens getting that win. This is going to be a litmus test for the Eagles. I think it's going to show what they got. And the Eagles linebacker position is bad. It's just, it's not deep. It's not that talented. So it's just hard to see that group containing Lamar Jackson. I think the Eagles keep it close. But I think Lamar Jackson just proves to be too much on the ground. I got the Ravens winning that one. Eagles dropped the four and two. Thursday, October 22nd, Week 7, Eagles versus Giants at home. Who do you got? Uh, Eagles get back on the winning track with this one, I think, just because they're at home. I think the Giants are going to be better this year than they were last year. Obviously, you saw them improve a little bit in the draft. They bring in some offensive line help, but I think the Eagles, I mean, I've got them losing three in a row. I don't see them losing a fourth. I think this is the game they can get back on track with. Yeah, they definitely be slipping, at least winning one of three in my book. So, facing the Giants, they've had a ton of success against the Giants in recent years. I think it continues. Eagles win, go to 5-2. and two. Long layoff, 10 days, and then you go November 1st, Cowboys, Sunday Night Football at the link. Who do you got? This is one I have the Eagles winning, and it's because they've got that home team once again. I think having the fans around you, uh, you know, I, I kind of look at that Dallas series and I see them splitting that similar to how I see the Steelers splitting with the Ravens. But I think this is one the, the Eagles can win prime time in your home stadium. If you can't defend it there, I mean, that's tough. You got to go out and get that win. And you got back on track against the Giants. You had a little extra time to prep for it. I think they get that win. Uh, just based on some patterns over the years, I'm going to take the Cowboys here. I just feel like that Dallas always seems to win that first game. And I, I don't really, this is a series where, you know, home field has not mattered in recent years. So I think the Cowboys come into Philly, 
you know, get a win. Uh, Eagles drop to five and three. I think that's a win that probably puts Dallas at five and three or six or two, and it kind of starts the jostling back and forth for first place. So get to the bye week. Week nine, Eagles five and three in my book. Week ten at New York Giants, one o'clock on Fox. Who do you got? I think another win for the Eagles there. They, they sweep the Giants once again this year, and uh, that puts the Eagles at six and three in my book. Coming off that bye week, we're both sitting there it's similar records. I agree. I think Eagles go in, beat the Giants, go to six and three. Week eleven at Cleveland. Who do you got? Hmm. Yeah, this is one I was thinking about a little bit, and I it, my gut wants to say, yeah, the Eagles are going to go win, but that, that's a Cleveland team. Sure, they took a lot of hype last year. They didn't live up to that hype. They kind of flew under. But you're hearing a lot of analysts say good things about Baker Mayfield, and you're looking for some sort of a rebound kind of year. I don't know. I, I one o'clock game. I think the Eagles can win this one. I think it's close. I think that's a game that I could see myself flipping on at some point, but give me the Eagles for now just for continuity's sake to keep with where I was going with this. So Eagles get the win, but that, that won't be as easy of a game as I think people might think if, if it could be. I think the Eagles win too. I think that it's going to be a close game. I think this could be one of those games where Baker Mayfield puts up 350 yards, but I think it's one of those games where Carson Wentz matches him, and I think the Eagles win. It's going to be a close game. Cleveland probably pushes late, but I think the Eagles walk away at the win. 7-3 on the year. Let's go. Week 12, Monday Night Football versus Seattle. Well, that's my, I said it earlier. It's my 21st birthday, so as my birthday gift, I hope that the Seattle's going to pull this one out. I th and I just think Seattle plays this team really well. I think Seattle gets this win, and uh, you know we can. it'll be tough for you, but my 21st, you'll be 21. We can make find a way to celebrate and get over it somehow, True. I think. Uh, I got I got the Eagles losing. I think that they, they just they don't beat Seattle. They have not beaten Seattle for years. So I got the Eagles losing that game at home. They lost to Seattle twice at home this year. So Eagles dropped to seven and four. Week thirteen at Green Bay, four twenty five game with uh, probably Jim and Tony. Who do you got? That's another loss for me, honestly. I think yeah, I know the Eagles got that win against Green Bay last year. I'm curious to see how the Packers kind of shape themselves this year. Obviously, we talked on this show, could the Packers be kind of slipping away from the top of that division with teams like the Vikings make, making moves and stepping up? But I think that's a tough place to go win a game. And I remind me last year, did that Eagles game, they beat the Packers, was that in Lambeau or was that at the link? It was in Lambeau. I thought it was in Lambeau. So they've done it before, but I think this is a game, like we said, it's going to be a streaky year, I think, for them. I have them losing this one on the 6th. It's a tough part of the schedule going Seattle, Green Bay, New Orleans. I just, I know they beat Green Bay last year. I don't see it happening this year. I think Green Bay wins a tight one. It goes drop to 7-5. and five. Back home next week, week 14 versus New Orleans. Who do you got? That's another loss for me, Jake. I, I like Drew Brees. I think that's going to be a tough Saints team, and they're going to be looking to get those wins outside of the division because of how good the division is going to be. Those games become that much more important for them. I think that's a game they can go and win, and that's going to be a second time in my schedule that the Eagles are going to drop three straight. I think that the Eagles win this one. I think they're desperate. I think being at home you know, plays a big factor. It's, Saints are a dome team. They're playing outside in December. I think the Eagles win that one, go to 8-5 and five on the year. Week 15 at Arizona. I think the Eagles win this one, but like we said earlier, Arizona's going to be better this year than they've been in the past. But that, that, all things weighted in, I think Carson Wentz gets the team back on track there. They get a win against Arizona. I agree. I think they win, put them at 9-5 and five on the year. 
Week 16 at Dallas. Who do you uh, got? I'm going to re-even the sides here because of what I did earlier. I said that the Eagles win that game at home. I think Dallas wins this one. You split that series. I'm going to say division on the line. Both teams 9-5. and five. Eagles win this game. They go to 10-5. and five. In essence, clinch the division. And then set up for an interesting Week 17 that I'll bring up in a minute. But who do you got first? Eagles versus Redskins Week 17. I think the Eagles win that one again. I really don't see serious threat out of this division outside of those top two teams yet. The Giants are close. They're a couple pieces away from stepping up. The Redskins with the new coach. Be curious to see what they do, but I don't see them really making a lot of noise this year in that division. I think the Eagles sweep the Redskins. They sweep the Giants. They split against the Cowboys, and we'll go from there. I think since the Eagles clinched the division a week before, in addition to the new playoff rules where only one team gets a bye, I think the Eagles are resting their starters this week. Jalen Hurts gets his first start with the Eagles. Keeps it close to a Washington team that gains momentum down the stretch after a slow start. Eagles lose a tight one to Washington. Jalen Hurts looks solid, upping his trade stock going into the offseason. So I got the Eagles finishing at 10-6. and six. You got 10-6, and six, I got 9-7. and seven. It's the Steelers game that's kind of weighing it back and forth. So it was pretty close the whole way through. I was keeping a little tally sheet there, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, if Jalen Hurts starts that week, it'll go against what I said when saying a couple weeks ago, Jalen Hurts might not get a start for the Eagles for a long, long time. But, uh, you know, it would make some sense there. And it will be interesting to see where the rest of that division pans out because I think it's could be close down the stretch in that Dallas-Eagles game week 16, similar to what you were looking at last year with those late division games. They carried a lot of weight. So we'll have to see if that's as important as you think. Yeah, and the Eagles have finished... The Eagles have finished 9-7 and seven two years in a row, so your prediction still has a ton of validity to it. So We'll see, we'll see what happens. Yeah, let's we'll uh, let's Steelers, talk Steelers like now. Like I said, I'm going to try my best not to chalk every game for a win because that's not fair. But I, like I said, I like this schedule the way it lays out for them a lot more than that Eagles schedule. I think it's a little easier. But we'll start week one. you got the Giants, New York football Giants, 7-15 Monday night football. Ben makes his return in the Big Apple. Jake, what do you got? I got a Steelers win pretty handily. Yeah, I agree with you. I just I, I just said I'm not very high on the Giants, and I think the Steelers get off to a good start. Week 2, Denver Broncos, 1 o'clock, home opener. Jake, what do you see there? It's tight. I think Drew Locke is better than we think, but I think the Steelers win it, go 2-0. I agree. I mean, I think that's a Denver team that's got a lot of weapons on the offensive side of the ball now, but I think the Steelers, it's the Ben's first game back in front of a home crowd since he was hurt. I was at that game. That was pretty tough early in the season last year so he's gonna be fired up ready to go I think they get a win against Broncos they come back a week later against Houston one o'clock once again I find this interesting too every Steelers home game is one o'clock except for the Thanksgiving game against the Ravens usually they sprinkle in one or two 425s but not this year unless we see some flex scheduling but week three Houston Texans one o'clock what do you see I think Houston wins I think it's tight but I think Deshaun Watson just Proves to be too much for the Steelers' defense. Carries them to a win. Drop the Steelers to 2-1. and one. See, I have the Steelers winning this game. I think because Deshaun Watson's losing weapons like crazy, I think this is a really good Steelers' defense. They can contain him and kind of get settled in. I think they go to 3-0 and on that one. That's not a game that I'm super worried about, but we'll move on. At Tennessee, week four, what do you see there, Jake? I think Tennessee's run was a fluke. I don't think Ryan Tannehill's that good. Who knows how good Derrick Henry is going to be after how much he ran last year. I think the Steelers go in and win that game and move to 3-1. and one. 
you definitely have to prove yourself if you're Tennessee because there's a lot of people that's going to say your entire run was a fluke and you don't belong there. I think Derrick Henry is very talented. I think the Steelers can go down there and get a win. They've won in Tennessee before. I think that's not a bad one. Week five, we've talked about. I've got the Steelers winning that one. You've got them losing that one. So we'll skip over it, move on. Week six, Cleveland. That game is in Pittsburgh. What do you got? I got the Steelers winning. I think it's tight, but I think that Baker Mayfield's not ready to take on a defense of the Steelers' caliber. So that puts the Steelers at 4-2 and two in my book. Yeah, this is tough for me because I want to say I think the Steelers can beat the Browns at home, but that puts them at 6-0. and oh, And the Steelers, I just don't see them going on a run like that, winning those first six games. So I think they could win each of those games, yes. Do I think they're going to drop at least one, maybe two, probably. So I'm going to say they lose this game just because I want to get them to 5-2 and two going into that bye week because... Next week, week seven at Baltimore, I have them losing that one as well. Do I think it's the Cleveland game? Might not be. Could be that Eagles game. It's going to be a really tough one. I think it could also be the Texans game, but I don't see the Steelers being undefeated when they go to play Baltimore. So give me a loss for that Cleveland game. I just think maybe Baker Mayfield comes in and plays really well, and the Steelers just kind of are off on that one. Next week, they go to Baltimore. Jake, what do you see? I think they lose. I think, obviously, they keep it close to Lamar Jackson. If he plays anywhere close to the level he played last year, I think that the Ravens are the team to beat in that division. And I think Steelers lose that one head into the bye at 4-3. and three. Yeah, I've got him 5-2 and two at the bye. I've got him losing that one. Next one, at Dallas, November 8th, 425 game. What do you have there, Jake? I got a Steelers, I'm going to say a win. I mean, I hope the Steelers win this game. I just feel <laughs> like that, I don't think Dak Prescott's that good. And I think that's been made pretty obvious by myself and a lot of people, and I just don't think that he has enough to beat that Steelers defense. That moves the Steelers to 5-3. and three. I'm going to have the Steelers lose in this one. I, I think it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a hard-fought one, but I think that this Dow Cowboys team is going to make steps in the right direction, and just looking at where the Steelers are going and how things are going to shape up, I think that's a tough one. I'm going to put it as a loss in my column just because of how things will work out. The next one, home game against Cincinnati. What do you got there? I got to win. Uh, as I said, at the Eagles. I don't think Joe Burrow is going to be ready to really step it up that much yet. So I got a Steelers win 6-3 and three for them. Yeah, I agree. I don't think Joe Burrow is going to go into Pittsburgh. It's a 1 o'clock game, but it's on Fox. That kind of jumps off the page for me. Two AFC teams at 1 o'clock, and it's on Fox. That's yeah, I didn't understand that. Often, that. So not sure what's going on there. Don't expect to see uh, Joe Buck on that call, but who knows? Maybe Burrow's the next generation of amazingness, and they've got to move that to prime time who knows but uh let's go to that next week they go down to jacksonville another one o'clock game this one's back on cbs kind of more comfortable for my liking but jake what do you got there unless gardner Minshew somehow lights the world on fire i don't see jacksonville winning this game give me the steelers and moving to seven and three yeah steelers win that one i think so too that puts them at seven and three in my book as well thanksgiving night baltimore ravens heinz field what do you see there i think the ravens win i think that they sweep Pittsburgh this year, I think that it's close. I think it's going to be an electric atmosphere at Heinz Field, but Baltimore is just too good. Drops the Steelers a 7-4. and four. Yeah, I've got the Steelers winning this one. I said before, I think the hype that kind of surrounds that game, being in Pittsburgh, being at night, being Thanksgiving, having the fans there. And, and I, honestly, I think the Ravens are one of the best teams in the NFL. I think the Steelers are one of the most well-rounded teams right now, if that makes sense. In the NFL, you look at how strong their defense could be. If the offense is clicking on cylinders, I think they can be right up top as well. So you look at a team like the Ravens, I think the Steelers can hang with them. I think both of their games will be close, won't be blowout fashion, but 
I think the Steelers edge this one out and get a big win against big brother Ravens in that one. And uh, at that point, I think the Steelers are still behind the Ravens in the standings, but I think it's a much needed win in their sake. So moving on, you got the Redskins in Pittsburgh, start of December. What do you got there, Jake? I got a Steelers win. I mean, in Pittsburgh, I just, you know, whether the Redskins win this game. So that puts Pittsburgh at eight and four. Yeah, I got the Steelers winning against Redskins too. I just don't. Don't have a lot of confidence in Ron Rivera just yet. He's got to gotta build a team around there for his liking. So then you get the interesting one, night game at Buffalo the next week, week before, two weeks before Christmas, it looks like, NBC Sunday night. We were both at that Bills-Steelers game last year, the night game at Heinz Field, and obviously Steelers lost a close one there, but it was exciting. The Bills Mafia is legit. I saw it firsthand, so tough crowd that they're going into, Jake, but what do you see there? I mean, I hope you don't want to throw me a table after this, through a table after this one, but I think that the Bills win. I think that they control the game start to finish. Being in Buffalo, it's going to be a cold night. And I just feel like the Bills are, I think the Bills are a little bit better than Pittsburgh this year. So give me Buffalo, put the Steelers at 8-5. and five. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go right there with you, Jake. I think prime time, I think the Bills are going to be at a point where they could win the division for the first time. And man. 12, 13, I don't know what the number is. The Patriots have won for far too long. It's got to be over 20 years. Yeah, the Patriots have won for far too long, and I think the Bills are in a position that they could contend for this division. This is a big game for them, but they proved last year they got the win. One thing I do want to say, though, is they got that win last year because of their defense, because of those young quarterbacks that Steelers are working with. So I think Ben comes into this game, it's going to be a lot different of a dynamic than what you saw in Pittsburgh last year. That being said, I think that defense really does hold back on Ben. And I see my buddy Alec Burns jumping in here on the comments, Bills fan, and he was at that game too. So hurts me to say it there, bud. But yeah, I, I, got, I got the Bills winning this one. I got to chalk some losses in here somewhere. So let's move on. Let's go. Cincinnati Bengals. This is a Monday night football game. This is in Cincinnati. Right before Christmas. What do you have, Jake? I don't know why, but it strikes me as a game where, like, the wheels are going to be falling off. Your dad's going to be calling for them to fire Tomlin. He's going to be calling them for them just... to... He's going to be calling for Tomlin to lose his job after the first preseason loss. That we can chalk up <laughs> as certain. But, yeah, go ahead. But I just think at this point, Joe Burrow is going to be getting comfortable. I think that – I can't say that Bengals are in a playoff race, but I think that Burrow brings the fans back. It's, it's a loud, it's a raucous atmosphere. It's kind of, this is Cincinnati's Super Bowl. Cincinnati sees Pittsburgh as their Super Bowl, and this game on December 21st is going to be that game. I think Roethlisberger struggles. I think Joe Burrow has a big day, and I think Cincinnati wins it to put the Steelers at 8-6. and six. It makes those last two games very important. Yeah, I've got the Steelers winning that one. Everything you said there kind of makes sense in my eyes. I just think you look at the well-roundedness that the Steelers bring in, it just overmatches the Bengals. I see them sweeping Cincinnati this year, the first year for Joe Burrow. Uh, you know, I think the future is bright for him. I think the future for that division is going to be really bright. You look at a lot of young quarterback talent, but I think the Steelers get this one and they move on to the Colts. So that's a game back in Pittsburgh, the last game there for the season, December 27th, 1 o'clock, Indianapolis. What do you got there, Jake? This is going to be a big game for playoff implications. I can see both teams coming into this game sitting around 7-7, seven and 8-6, seven, and six, maybe 9-5. And, and the winner of this game is going to have you know, the leg up on the other to get that you know, 6th or 7th seed. That's weird to say now. In the AFC. And you know, Phillip Rivers, if he's still healthy, I think he's going to compete. But I think the Steelers pull this one out to go to 9-6. and six, 
and in essence, pretty much clinch a playoff spot. I mean, I think this is going to be a great game. I hope I can get tickets for this one because I like, like watching the Colts. I think that's a fun organization to watch, and it'll be fun to see what they do offensively this year with Phillip Rivers at the helm and obviously brought in a ton of talent in the draft. But I think the Steelers win this one mainly because I think they're in Heinz Field. I think that's the edge up that they need to kind of push forward with the fan base behind them. Another tight game. I definitely could see it having some playoff implications, like you said. But Steelers win that one. That takes them to Week 17 at Cleveland. Now, I've seen some Week 17 Cleveland games. I was at the Week 17 Cleveland game in Pittsburgh where Cleveland went 0-16. They couldn't beat the second stringers for Pittsburgh. And I don't think it's going to be that easy of a game. Obviously, a little more competitive team than what we've seen in a couple years past. But, Jake, what do you see happening there Week 17? And I don't know. I'm, I really want to pick a Browns win here. It just feels like so typical of the Steelers the last few years with everything on the line. You know, to find a way and choke Week 17. They did it to RG3 and Trace McSorley last year. You know, it happened a couple of other years ago. It's just, it, it's, it's, I, I really want to pick the Browns. But I also have talked so much about how this is the Steelers' window of opportunity. And I don't think they're going to find a way to lose this game. Because if they lose this game and don't make the playoffs, Mike Tomlin's not going to be back as the Steelers' coach. I think they play for their coach. They play for their quarterback. And they find a way to scrap out one of the ugliest wins you'll ever see. I'm going to even go as far to predict that. Is Chris Boswell still the kicker? Yes, he is. Okay. I'm going to go as far to predict that. It's in overtime. The Browns drive downfield. They shank a field goal. The Steelers come downfield. 45-yard kick. Banks it off to right off, right and in. It's the ugliest, craziest game ever that the Steelers win to finish 10-6 and six and save Mike Tomlin's job. I'll write that one down. We'll see if that happens. I have the Steelers winning that one as well. So you've got the Steelers at 10-6. and six. I've got them at 12-4. and four. And uh, I tend to overestimate on some of these, especially when you're looking at Pittsburgh. But I really – I look at the schedule, and I ha- think it has a lot of potential. I think the Steelers' realistic schedule in my head when I looked at it without going game to game was somewhere between a 12-4 and four and a 10-6. and six. So I think the fact that you're at 10-6, and six, I'm at 12-4 – and four, you got the Eagles-Steelers game, obviously, is going to be flipped between us. I think that's a fair estimate. I'm on the upper end. You're leaning lower side, but I really think this is a great opportunity for the Steelers this season. You look at what they can do. You look at the teams they're playing. Obviously, you're getting some good games when you get to play teams like the Redskins, the Jaguars. You go up against the Texans who are sliding. You got the Giants. You got Cleveland twice. You got Cincinnati twice. There's teams that have a lot tougher stretches, so I think – you look at that, and that's where I sit with the Steelers on that one. October 11th will be a lot of fun. Yes, it will be, and I will be crossing everything I have on my body to hope and pray that there are fans allowed in that stadium because I'm already sure. I've talked to some other people, and I think that all of us Eagles fans are going to buy a whole row out at Heinz Field, and maybe we'll do it in your section so we can be near you at least so we can <laughs> – well, yeah, I mean, hey, I don't I don't doubt it. You saw all the Bills traveled in there and made it a big deal, but I think that it's very possible. I think the Eagles will there have will fans be a there. Big it's Eagles going to be presence. a very big game. I think something that helps Pittsburgh's sake is that it's a 1 o'clock game and not a night game. I know we saw some fake leaks that were saying a week one Sunday night, Eagles-Steelers, not to be – contradictory here, but I got a little nervous because when you get some of those night games, some of those Steelers fans don't like to sit in the cold at night. They don't like to come out for those night games, so you kind of leave some empty tickets for that away team. That's definitely what we saw happen with that Buffalo game, so I think you look at that, it's a 1 o'clock game. Atmosphere will be there. You 
you've said it, you think that Heinz Field is 10 times better than the link anyway. I heard it out of your mouth. You can't even deny it. So <laughs> I, I didn't say 10 times better. I just said that it gives the link yeah. a run for its money. It's a very nice stadium with a with a hell of a view of the Absolutely. rivers in the city. I'm loving it. I, I'm looking forward to it. I've, I get four. We get the season ticket. We split it with a buddy of ours. So um, we get to pick four games. If I could pick the four I want, I want to see Denver. I want to see Philly. I want to see the Colts at the end of the season. And I'd love to see the Bengals, but I know that interferes with archery season for my dad. So I might have to settle for Cleveland a couple weeks earlier just so we're not messing with hunting season. We don't mess around with the deer season come here in the shoemaker household come late November. So definitely can't mess with that. But I, I'm looking forward to this season. I'm happy to have a schedule on paper. I'm happy to have something to look forward to and just hope that we can play these games as scheduled with fans and we can put all this behind us because it's definitely something we need to move towards here as we get deeper on into the future. I'm, I'm hoping, I'm praying, I'm just hoping for the best. I mean, if we can get a college football and we can get NFL in the fall, and if we can go to those games, that would be outstanding. And I think it's something that I think as a community and as a society, we could really benefit from. Final takes, Jake. You got anything else we didn't touch on? Uh, just looking over both of those schedules, looking over the NFL season. Any final thoughts? No, I just think it's, it's going to be fun. Uh, hopefully it happens. And I'm just looking forward to the next five months of, you know, prognosticating and just making our educated guesses of what's going to happen. But at the end of the day, who the heck knows what's going to happen. But also, if you're listening and you enjoyed our podcast, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple. Be sure to leave us a rating and a review. Greatly appreciated, and we'll see you next week. Thanks a lot for tuning in. For Jake Starr, I'm Preston Shoemaker, signing off with the SNS Show. Thanks a lot.